Now, the driver is a pretty unique character in that they make their decisions based on facts, okay? Not figures, but facts, all right? And they might include some figures here, but you've got to make a distinction between them and the analytical. And you'll see what I'm talking about here in a bit, okay? But they make their decisions based on facts. They talk fast. They move fast. They make decisions fast, all right? Now, what are their characteristics, okay? What are their personality characteristics? What is their style and what is their characteristic? Their personal motivator, write this down, is power, okay? The boss. If you're speaking Spanish, el jefe, okay? They're the, they're the ones that are in charge or want to be in charge or eventually will be in charge, okay? They speak fast. They're very serious. They got a formal posture, okay? Their voice inflection varies a little bit except to emphasize specific points or important points, okay? Their voice, their inflections are pretty stable, pretty direct, right? But they vary only unless they might need to emphasize a particular point. An example of that might be, you know what? I like the house, or better yet, let's talk about if you're on a listing presentation. I like you, but what are you going to do to get my house sold? Right? I like you, except what are you going to do to get my house sold? Okay? So their voice, their inflection might be normal, okay, to some degree, fast-paced, obviously, but it's going to vary if they want to emphasize a point or ask a very direct question. They're high achievers who is bottom-line oriented. High achiever who is bottom-line oriented. Kind of words would you, would you use with that person, okay? Bill, the bottom line is. Mary, the bottom line is. Okay, they're very bottom line oriented. If they're bottom line oriented, like all of these styles, use those particular type of words. You know, the bottom line is, okay, is that we're going to set you, sell your house. You want it sold, don't you? Well, yeah, great. I'm going to sell it for you. Go ahead and sign the contract. Make it happen, okay? They're definitely not adverse to risk, and they make decisions quickly. They're not averse. They, they don't mind taking some risk. So if you could show them that, you know, even though the house hasn't sold in the past, let's say an example of an expired listing, and they want to take another shot and they want to sell it, and they're going to take a risk hiring another agent versus trying to do it on their own, okay, they're, they're okay with that as so long as you can show them the bottom line and that you're going to show them exactly what you're going to do, okay? Not in too much detail, again, but show them the facts. They want to, they want to be interested in why it didn't sell before and what are you going to do differently this time, but they're not averse to doing and taking on risks, so it's okay. Mr. Jones, you know, listen, take the shot. I'm the guy to make it happen. I guarantee it. All right? I guarantee it. And then at that point, they make their decisions pretty quickly. They want information and they want control. They want information and they want control. Give them the information and give them the control. It doesn't mean you give into the information or the control. It just means you give it to them. Okay? Tell me more. Let me, let me tell you how I'm going to run today. Okay, tell me how you're going to run today. Well, I'm going to watch what you're going to do and let's see how you perform in this presentation. All right. They want to say that and they want to be controlled. And your best response to that is, you know what, that's the group. That's exactly what I'm going to do tonight. And I'm going to give you all the information and I'm going to sit here and I'm going to go through step by step what we're going to do to get your household. That's really what you want to get the household. Bottom line, isn't it, Mr. Seller? Well, yeah. Right. So you gave them control. You took it back, but you didn't give it in. You didn't give into it and they didn't give into it. It's a win win here, guys. OK, they're very typically extrovert type people who are strong willed. They're reasonably organized, okay, reasonably organized. They're decisive, and they love action, okay? They love action. They love people that are going to take action, right? If you come in and you notice that these folks are drivers and you're going to be very passive with them, they're not going to like that. They want, they want action takers. They like closers, okay? They like people who are going to push the envelope. Mr. Jones, come on. Let me, let me come over and show you what I'm going to do, okay? Versus, well, if you want me to call you back in a couple of weeks, I don't mind doing that. They're not going to probably hire you. They're not going to answer the phone when you call back. But if you're pretty direct with them and they say, well, call me back in a couple of weeks, 
And I say to them, why should I call you back in a couple of weeks? Let me come over today. You want to sell, don't you? Well, yeah, great. What are we waiting for? What's a couple of weeks? Another waste of time? Let me come on by today. No, no, I can't do it today. Well, when's the next best time? In a couple of weeks. Well, listen, in a couple of weeks, I'm going to be on vacation. I can't meet you then. You don't want to lose me. I'm the best guy to make this happen. So let's get into action now. They want to know uh, what they want. They know what they want and are not afraid to tell you. They know what they want and they're not afraid to tell you. And you better be prepared for that, okay? You better be prepared for them telling you what they want and they're not afraid to tell you. I want $350,000. And if you're going to tell me something different, I don't want to listen to you, okay? You know what, Mr. Seller? I can appreciate that. You want $350,000. Frankly, I want to get you $400,000. But can I tell you the truth or you want me to tell you what you want to hear? Now you bring them back to, to, the, to the reality of the level here. You're not, giving, you're, not giving them, you're not allowing them to give up their own determination that they want what they want and they're not afraid to tell you. You're just going to share it with them in the way that's appropriate to getting their house sold. Okay? They're very task-oriented rather than relationship-oriented. Okay? Don't try to bond with these people. Okay? You might. You might hit it off. Okay? A lot of drivers are like sports fanatics. Okay? They might in some way be expressive to that degree, but sometimes they're just sport fanatics. A lot of times they like football, they like hard-hitting games, they like uh, drag racing versus NASCAR, all right? Different type of, different type of uh, automobile, different type of race, okay? So they like indie cars versus NASCAR. They like, uh, you know, they, they just want to be very uh, expressed about what they do. They're task-oriented, they're not into relationships. So don't try to bond with them in, in a lot of areas, okay? But you will connect with them, understand this, you will connect with them if you are like them, all right? You will connect with them, which is going to create a relationship. Okay, they're not looking for you to walk in and say, hi, I'm looking to build a relationship with you. They're looking to get to the bottom line, why you're there, what you're going to do. And then once they start to connect with you because of you're giving them what they want, then you're going to establish a relationship. Does that make sense? I hope so. Okay, they want power. They want control and respect is their pleasure. Okay, power, control and respect is their pleasure. They enjoy that. Right. You know what? I respect what you're saying, Bill. Okay, I, I want to give you the opportunity to get this house and I want, I want to be part of that. So they, they appreciate and they want power, control, and respect, okay? Man, I love what you did. I respect that you want that price for your house. I really do. I respect it 100%. However, can I tell you the truth or did you want me to tell you what you want to hear? Okay? They're going to respect that you say that. So it's very important that you get and understand that. The home will be more contemporary. The style of home that they're going to have is going to be more contemporary in style and not overwhelming with a bunch of accessories. So it's going to be very few. This colors are going to probably be strong and powerful. Strong and powerful colors like deep blues could be grays, some areas black. It all depends. Reds, you know, not overwhelming with a bunch of colors, but very strong, powerful colors. Okay. Things that represent money. Okay. Their personal attire is going to be very simple. Okay. Black and white. Okay. Usually tailored. Okay. They got, they're not, ex, they're not excessive with jewelry and status pieces around the house. You're not going to notice that. Okay. So you're going to see them at their homes. It's going to be pretty fundamentally contemporary, limited accessories. It's not going to be overwhelming. And colors are pretty strong. You know, good whites, dark colors in some cases. Blues, you know, dark blues maybe. You might find some uh, different reds. You might find some grays. Personal attire is going to be black and white, pretty simple, okay, usually tailored. And they're not, they're not looking for status. They, they don't really care about status. So when you walk in, you're not going to see a lot of that stuff because you're not going to look at it as, oh, man, beautiful stuff that you got. They don't give a shit about that. They can care less, okay? So let's talk about some of the occupations that these folks might have. Now, I want to make a point about these occupations, guys, because occupations are extremely, extremely important, okay, because it's a way to, to elicit from them the sale a lot of times, meaning that if, if I'm talking to an attorney, 
Okay, as an example, I'm going to use the example to an attorney who is a for sale by owner. Say, Mr. Attorney, please, you're an attorney. You understand what I'm talking about. The bottom line is you're, you're trying to sell your house. Now, would you recommend that a client of yours go in and represent themselves in the court of law? Or is it better that they hire you? They're always going to say it's better that they hire me. And exactly why I'm here today. You need to hire me. This is my job. Go be your lawyer. I'll be the real estate agent. I, this is my position. That's my profession. Your profession is that. So again, we could use these things, these occupations to our advantage when we know what they are. But let me go back. I, I don't want to digress here. On drivers, again, they're sales entrepreneurs, executive mid-level type management. Sometimes they're detectives. They're military officers. They're military officers. They're in marketing. A lot of times they're in recruiting. Okay, you're going to find great management recruiters or headhunters, as they call them. Um, they're not so much in the training side as much as they are in the consulting side, which is a big difference. Okay, which leads me to the next point. They're very typically coaches. Okay, and again, there's a difference between a coach, a consultant, a trainer, and a mentor. All right, so your trainers are going to be more your expressive because you're trying to engage a bunch of people with a bunch of ideas. Okay, which is fine. Nothing wrong with that. Versus a consultant is taking those ideas, okay, and let's setting up systems wrapped around those ideas versus coaching, which says, hey, let's talk about the ideas that you got from the consultant and the trainer, and let's make sure that you're putting them into action. Whereas, and that's part of, a big part of what I do as a coach, okay? So again, you're going to see a lot of drivers who are coaches and what they do. They're in politics a lot of times. They're lawyers um, and they're pilots, okay? They're, they're airline pilots. So pretty much that's what their type of uh, uh, occupations are. Now, let's continue here. Then we'll move on to the next section on a different recording. So that way you're clear here. Okay, I don't want to give you too much on one recording. So let's talk about their potential weaknesses. They can be forceful. They can be demanding and overbearing. They're rushed and impatient. They can be forceful, demanding, and overbearing. And if they're like that, that could freak you out. Okay, but at the same time, it's a weakness for them. Okay. Now, I've walked in with other drivers who are forceful. No, 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 Mike, this is the way it is. And although I'm like that, okay, I, I respect what they're doing, but they're not going to make me the bad guy in the situation, no matter what style of personality. I'm a driver style. So even though I know what they're doing, okay, it's a weakness for them because they're going to lose a great guy like me to come in and get that house sold or find them the house that they want if I'm working with them as a buyer. So don't make demands with me because you'll lose a great agent. And I want you guys to understand that it's okay that you don't need to take everybody on. If they're overwhelmingly demanding on you and they're forceful with you, listen, you can make a quick choice. And that is, I ain't working with you, buddy, or ma'am, or whatever the case is. You don't have to work with that individual, okay? And they're going to lose out. So that's a weakness because they're going to lose out on having a great agent like yourself support them and help them, all right? They're rushed and impatient, okay? I got my hands up on that one. Insensitive, stubborn, and often short-tempered, okay? Now, I'm not insensitive, but I don't. I, I got I to gotta work through being sensitive. In other words, it's got to really, really make sense to me for me to be sensitive to something. Okay. doesn't mean I don't cry in movies and, you know, and, and things like that. What it does mean is, however, it's a weakness if you're insensitive because you're not being versatile with the circumstances situation. So in other words, you're not open-minded. Okay. So a weakness for them being insensitive is not a great thing. Okay. Because if you want to get people to buy your opinion, your idea, your strength, your power, etc., you got to be sensitive to other people. So therefore, again, you got to be sensitive to situations as a strength. Insensitivity, not a good thing necessarily. Stubborn, often short-tempered, okay? And some, sometimes you're going to notice that they're going to be cold and harsh with a little time for niceties, okay? Now, me, I'm pretty much like that. I'm, I hate to say the word I'm cold and harsh, 
I'm just very direct and, and, and forceful to what I want to make sure that you guys get as my clients because I know the value of it. So I'm very passionate. So if you find me to be cold and harsh, it's not really more about, it's not about that as much as it is about my passion for you to be successful at what you do. All right. And, you know, I don't mind having some fun with some niceties, but very typically when you're in a presentation, you know, the niceties are going to go so far. How are you? Nice to meet you. Oh, you got such a pretty dog. Oh, look at the curtains. They're so nice. Those are niceties they don't have time for. Okay. Now, if you're dealing with a wife and a husband and the wife is a driver and the husband's, a, let's say, an expressive, wow, hold on to your pants. <laughs> okay. At the end of the day, you're going to have some fun at that presentation. But you got to play the balance here. That's why going back to the original thought here as I wrap up this particular recording that versatility is very, very critical because keep in mind, guys and gals, a lot of times, even though we're talking with other people, it's not just one person, okay? We're very typically talking to partners in a relationship, husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, boyfriend, boyfriend, girlfriend, girlfriend, friends, whatever the case might be. It doesn't really matter. What does matter is your ability to be versatile. So you're not just learning one style. Typically, you're learning trying to figure out both styles. Is there a chance that both of them are the same? Oh, man, that would be heaven. You have to do a lot of work, okay? Now, if you're doing with two drivers, oh, boy, you better watch out if you're an amiable, which we'll talk about in the next section here. So this is Coach Mike Husson. If you've got any questions about this, I hope you listen to this, and I need you to go back through this because it's incredibly important. There's going to be three sections to what I'm going to be talking about here. Last, the second section is going to be talking about the other two styles, and then we're going to wrap it up on the third section with how to be more versatile. How do you, how do you gain entry into this world? And listen, the most important thing I will share with you is you must be patient. Okay. You must be patient with this situation. Why? Because it takes time. You have to learn a lot of things about this, but it doesn't have to be overwhelming. Listen, you get some basics down, use it a lot, come back and revisit this. I'll send you notes on all these things, but most important, listening to this is very, very important over and over again and make notes again, make notes on these different styles. Okay. Characteristics, occupations, their weaknesses, their strengths, what, what, who are they? How do they sound, etc. And, and, and I'm going to make sure that it happens. But again, it takes time. It could take you a, a longer time than some people and some people less time, but it doesn't really matter. Just get that you got to be versatile. And it's a, frankly, it's a lot of fun. It'll really make your life much easier, especially if we're just dealing in our normal lives. Forget sales and real estate, whatever you're doing. If you're listening to this, the bottom line is just in your personal relationships, okay, your significant other, knowing their style so you can bond with them in a way that supports them. Okay. And if you share this information with them, they can do the same for you. I know I've done that myself. It has never always been perfect, but I know I have done that, okay? So at any rate, you know where I'm going, okay? So let's learn this stuff, and let's continue on. Again, Mike, Mike Husson, if you need any questions answered, if you have any comments, thoughts, and you're, and you're stuck maybe, whatever it is, it's obvious. Mike at Mike Husson, send me an email, drop me a note, give me a call, all right? Anything that you need, I'm here for you. So we'll pause this one here now, and then we'll move on to the next recording, and we'll talk to you on the next audio.